Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So, I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 22nd. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm great. I'm fantastic. It's Friday going into a holiday weekend. And while that may have less resonance in the non-pandemic time, it's still Friday going into a holiday weekend. And I'm, I'm happy about that. MDW. You know, I, I played golf yesterday too. That was exciting. It you did. It looks like you... <laughs> Made quite a bit of commitment to play, though. Drove drove five and a half hours each way. Go see somewhere I, like I hadn't that. seen yet that I wanted to see. <laughs> Guess what? I bought everybody in the bar a drink. You made an ace? A whole out eagle. <laughs> you were so giddy. You set that up so well. You were on edge. You are just so excited to walk me into that one. Yeah, <laughs> how how far away? Uh, I don't even know. I what didn't club? shoot. I didn't shoot the. I didn't shoot it with the gun. What club did you hit? It was a lob wedge. Oh, <laughs> so I mean, come on. So that's better than a hole in one. That's your contention. I, I mean, I hit. Whole... I hit like a three ten drive in the middle of the fairway, and then hold a hold a blind wedge shot. I think that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You didn't actually buy everyone in the bar a drink. Well, there was you? nobody in the bar. All right. Oh, well, that's true. That's a good point. Good point. So you I, were. I was ready. Was, to, I was ready to open up the open up the wallet, but nobody was I, there. I think that was the most pre-planned thing that, in the history of this show. You were all set to walk me into that. We don't do any planning. We don't do any editing, really. Uh, yeah. That was good. I like it. Congrats on your whole out eagle. I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> that's about all the prep I did for today's show. <laughs> Like I said, Friday weekend, holiday weekend. Um, I was just telling you I put in a big order, total, uh, total wine, whatever. It doesn't matter. That's where it's your local wine, local wine shop. Uh, it's not local. It's like a billion dollar massive place, and they just drop it in the trunk. And so I'm ready. I'm ready for the four day weekend. Big order. Um, and uh, so it's going to be a short one. My kids are off school. We didn't do a ton of prep. Ernie's coming next week. We did part two. We've already started that research. Hope you guys. I enjoyed thought you part meant one. Ernie was coming over oh, for a no, second. No, no, no. He's no, coming from. No. If four hundred dollars of wine might get him over. Yeah. Did I say? Did I give the pricing out? I just said a big order. Oh, my bad. Come on. <laughs> uh, you, know, you told me <laughs> twice. Just just for the folks out there, it'll last several months, all right? It's not going through that this weekend. Okay. Um, can we start with a bit of Friday whimsy? A little bit of Friday whimsy unrelated to golf. So I was talking to my wife today. I remember your story about meetings and how you wouldn't let your friends ask any questions at your meetings. They had these like all-hands meetings and things like that. So she was talking to me about... 
This because Friday. This is when we tell office tales. It's Friday. How you doing? Thursday, Friday, Junior. And her company is closing. They're not reopening for the summer. Just office, bigger company. Office is closed. So they had a big all hands call. Like just informally, you have questions about this. What can we do? What can we answer about the process? And apparently people took up time on this call asking about their food in the fridge. Whether it would be thrown out. Like can someone throw it out? Can I, well, What happens to that? Tupperware? <laughs> yes. It's a big ass company. Come on, we're in the middle of the pandemic. Another question was about plants being watered in the office. The people watering the plants. If you're wasting my time with that, I, I, on an all hands call, another one was if her company was going to make them get vaccinated, if there was a vaccine developed. So some anti vaxxer chimed in too. These all hands calls with hundreds of people, I think my lucky stars that I don't work in an office anymore and you only have to deal with your idiocy and, and no one else's really you should see fried egg all hands meetings <laughs> lots <laughs> of questions is anyone watering the plants i don't know melissa we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic i, I mean the, the plants in the on the windowsill are not a priority at this moment so it could be some Anyways. exotic plant you know you never know there could be a, a serious sentimental value with the plant you know I if I were if I were somebody that was a plant lover, I might break into the office and ste- and bring all the plants to my house, to get them to safety. I just can't imagine being some like CEO or HR exec and getting that question. They're terrible. People ask terrible questions. <laughs> That's a known fact. There's no such thing as a bad question, but there are a lot of idiots out there. Well, everybody's that, idiot, an idiot. That's true. You know. That's true. All right, let's move on. Just wanted a little story time. Happy birthday, quickly. Happy birthday to God, Nick Anderson what? via his brother. We Con. said that it was going to stop. I'm, I'm missing a ton now. I'm not, I apologize. I'm not getting them anymore. Like, I've just, and happy birthday to Felipe Souza Vieira. That's it. All right. Um, PXG bet update. The skull shirt won. So you will, will have to invest, dip out of the Bixby fund for that. Um, and a little bit of breaking news on our front. Not breaking, but developing. We have merchandise. This is a slow cook. We've had merchandise for a year. It's just at brick and mortar stores, wherever you can find them. Hidden, (laughs) seated throughout the country. We're going with a new retail strategy. We heard about this new e-commerce thing. We figured we'd get involved there. We will have hats today or whenever you're listening to. Are you posting this Thursday night? Probably. Yeah, Thursday night. All right. Friday, May twenty second, the afternoon of. I think it's not? it's high noon Central Time. All right, subscribe to the Fried Egg newsletter for more as well. we'll get, it's get, it's on the Fried Egg Web Pro Shop. We haven't gotten around to having our own Pro Shop, and who knows when that'll happen. Yeah. Um. So we will have hats. There are four hats: a bucket hat, a rope hat, and two. What are they? Sport hats, kind of more know. more your typical sport hats, right? I don't know. I think we don't so. even know what our product is. That's how <laughs> every all my friends think I just have like loads of merchandise at my house. They're they're like, yeah. oh, just you know, just give me some stuff. And I'm like, you know, I I don't have that at my house. Like I can't just bring it somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> people want free stuff. I know that's the other thing. It's ridiculous. Um, so those will be up. We have four hats. They're from Imperial. A bucket. A rope and two of the sport ones for the hotter weather and sweat 
you know, playing golf. One's so. blue, one's white. That's it. That's merch. That may be the extent of all the merch we ever do. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? We think they're pretty good. We try to take our time on them, you know, had some input into it. And, you know, thank you. if you would like to patronize our merchandise, that'd be much appreciated. I saw a lot of people wanted the rifle logo, so the shotgun logo. The rifle start? Yeah. Might have to do a small run of the rifle logo. Kind of like the coffee. The first run has a mistake in it. Like Columbia, you know, yeah, Columbia, Columbia Missouri, yeah. as opposed to Columbia, the country. All right, maybe we'll maybe we'll make a little like golden ticket rifle start logo hat somewhere in there. Okay, let's move on to a quick bit of uh, news. Then we'll talk about the match. We have no flashlights again. Quick Friday episode going into the holidays. News: European tour is now. We're getting a sense that they may resume. It, Prior to this, we had no sense whatsoever. You know, would it ever even would we ever see the European tour again? Um, Scott Pelley announced a plan Scott. for. It got you. It's been a while. Shit. Haven't had to say Keith Pelley's name in a while. No. Damn it. All right. Keith Pelley announced a plan or, or an internal memo. I think John Huggin got his hands on it for a uh, late July sort of restart with four events in the UK. I think attempting a bubble system of sorts. You know, European tour, obviously, you're flying not just to continental Europe, but all over the world. Um, but this will be just targeted in the UK. I forget what the events were. Or, or uh, Celtic Manor was one of them. I know a favorite of yours. Um, in Wales there. That's in Wales, right? Celtic Manor? I'm not sure. I think it is. Forest Arden, Hanbury Manor, and Celtic Manor. Three classics it's the in manor, the manor uh, circuit. The manor circuit? The yeah. manor swing? We should that's not a bad bad idea. Whoever and, wins uh, the whoever wins the manor swing is the man of the manor. <laughs> the Lord of the Manor. Lord of the Manor. Let's let's come up with that. We'll come up with our new trophy. Lord of the Manor. Won the Manor Swain. The other one is... Uh, Do you think we'll bet- be able to send it to him? <laughs> we could probably figure something out for that. Yeah. And then the other one is uh, the British Masters, which is already on the schedule, hosted by your icon, your favorite, Lee Westwood at Close House. Close House? Close House. Or Close um, House. Close? Cl- close or Close? I don't know. So so those four events, it seems still tentative, nothing firm, but those manor ones in the Arden have like large on-site hotels that, you know, that's their thinking. It's a start, right? It's a start. One might have to be opposite PGA. They were thinking maybe, um, but PGA is the only event on their August calendar right now, so they could work around it. It's uh, it's good that they got. It's good optimism, you know. We got, we got stuff coming. That's a little I, bit of something. Yeah, I th- feel like there's general optimism right now, you know. Yeah, I, I, obviously the the realities in Europe are much different than here. That they're working with different regulations, different, you know, graphs, different counts, all that stuff. So I like the, like, you know, it seems like they're very confined in a small area too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the manor swing. You so. won't have to get in a get on a plane, which is good. Right. You know, you just right. gotta get there. But uh, right. golf, golf digest doing. They've been they've been hustling out there, hustling. Hu- 
Huggy Bear, right? Yeah. He had that one? Uh-huh. GD? Yeah, they've been doing Are a you good job. I'm coming to praise big media here? I'm just giving due where due is deserved. Golf, Dig- Golf Digest is, is out there hustling. This uh, They've been doing a really good job this whole break. Some good stuff. Um, all right, so that's the European tour. Any any comment? You know, I got excited when it said four events in the UK, but you know, everybody's doing what they can, right? You know, it's a pandemic. It's an awkward situation, a crazy situation. So yeah, it, it the the golf courses leave a little bit to be desired, but you know, they they probably had to find they they had to find a few on a on a whim on a moment's whim. So you know, and it it does sound like an idea was the hotel. They want massive kind of infrastructure around it where they can keep people in one spot is um, that is that the thing to do is to call your golf course banner if you have a hotel uh, right next with it i don't know you're talking to the wrong person i don't know all right no clue i'll have to find uh, a manor expert but it would be good to get some coffee <laughs> it would be good to be good to get some coffee golf back in uh whatever that is late july august whenever this this does get firmed up uh, other, did, other, did you see uh, Gary Player just just unload on Kyle Porter, friend of the program? Yeah, I did see that. That's unbelievable. That? Gary is out of his gore. I mean, we kind of knew that. But Kyle was very clear in his original tweet, PGA Tour wins. Like, he's not trying to discredit other wins. He's just, that's what he looked at. Not like... He's not, these are the best players of all time in the history of the world. This is a PGA Tour list. I mean, I, I don't uh, Gary just lost his mind. I guess my 165 worldwide wins don't count to you. Good thing, good grief, you know. It was, it was enjoyable. And someone accused him of being bought off, bought and paid for by the PGA Tour. Just not, you know, the first thing I think of with Kyle at all. So no. the internationals got, got feisty with them, so. Uh, but while we're on the subject of scheduling, schedule, schedule, scheduling, this is somebody who might say schedule. Uh, we talked about that British masters at close house. It sounds like Lee Westy may skip the PGA because that is so close that it runs up to the PGA because he's hosting that British masters. He might be able to get, get a weekend in Portugal too, instead of having a quarantine for two weeks. He skipped the PGA for far less serious (laughs) things. You know, he skipped the PGA just out of the own, the goodness of his own heart because he, he didn't want to go to Bell Reef. Um, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Is, in terms of professional golfers, is Westy the hostess with the mostess? <laughs> what does that mean? What are you suggesting? I mean, what what do you think it means? Thick? Just he would offer the most, you know, would, would you rather like any kind of event hosted by a, a player? I, would you? I think he I think of all the people, he probably try to keep you fat, happy and drunk more than most. Yeah. Right. So that you could be onto something there. So getting back to it. It sounds like this 14 day mandatory quarantine is going to be an issue. Fleetwood is unlikely to play. Westwood's unlikely may skip a major or have to skip a major because of it. He doesn't seem interested in coming to play on the PGA tour anytime soon. Adam Scott, who I don't know where he is. He may be in Australia. 
Oh, he is in Australia. Okay. He's in Queensland. Going to skip the first six weeks and may return at the Swamp Ass Invitational. May not. Who knows? But that I, seems... I mean, they made good points, though. It's like, if I want to come play two weeks, I have to quarantine for two weeks before and two weeks after, you know, to go home. And it just doesn't make sense. Like, Fleetwood, quote, in, in the Golf Week uh, Adam Shupak article, was along the lines of, like, I'm not just going to go to America and stay in America for the rest of the year. Yeah. I mean, Westwood talked about like going and staying in a hotel for two weeks. Isn't really like my idea of a good time. You know, he's eating the Nick Nicholas Colsart Caesar salad every night and he can't practice, can't work on anything, can't do anything. Uh, so those are the realities of it. Did, did you I mean, see that's... the Adam Scott quotes? No. no. Um, he said they are being fairly thorough. But my initial reaction was I was surprised that it wasn't tighter than it is. What concerns me is dialogue that the tour is hopeful of returning one or two hour test results. You'd want that in place before competing. The other concern is it seems an, asympt- an asymptomatic person could operate within a tournament. If they're not showing symptoms and, and I somehow picked it up inside the course and I'm disqualified... Now I'm self-isolating in that city for two weeks. I'd be annoyed if that happened. I'd, I I thought you'd start quite tight and loosen those protocols to normal if appropriate. So kind of insinuating it seems a little lax. Okay. okay. Which which is, the you know, the first big-name player to really speak out about, you know. That sounds right. Yeah, big name for sure. Yeah. It does seem like there may be some little bit of an uptick going on in Alabama. Someone talked about that maybe in Dallas area. I I don't know. We I don't want to get into what I I feel like you, you happen, read one thing and then you read the I know, other I can't and figure it's just, it out myself. Yeah. Um and I have trouble enough just reading. <laughs> on the optimistic front, when they do return, those three may not be involved, but Colonial's loaded. Maybe the deepest field ever. It's looking like it will be the deepest field ever based on uh, this is a Rex Hard- Hoggard article. They have like an Allen Robinson. I think it's Allen Robinson. Yeah, that's his Robinson. He's like an OWGR ace. Um, you know why? Why? Everybody wants the challenger. You think that's it? You think Brooks wants a challenger? <laughs> Drive around Jupe? That's that's what the the some people in Ponte Vedra might tell the story that, as years later that's the carrot they yeah. had this challenger and everybody <laughs> signed up for it this trophy changed the 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 colonial forever i can already see the feature article on pgatour.com in in two years <laughs> god sakes so it looks like it'll have the highest strength of field ever they have rory world number one number three brooks number five dj number seven pat reed i think i read they have 30 of the top 50 in the world um, so it is going to be loaded. Travelers also getting similar significant bump. I forget who I saw committed there. I hear the, but... the commitments for RBC are nuts, too. Everybody's playing really? RBC. Yeah. So, you know, I heard a couple of weeks ago from an agent, like, it may go the other way. Like, the, the guys with all the cash and the world rankings points may not play. Let, let the others be the guinea pigs and figure it out. But it seems like that is uh, the prevailing 
trend right now is all the best in the world are ready to get back and play and they need those Wyndham points they need their fedex points right rory and, and brooks it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the owgr because yeah wow. like only 150 play players in the world are playing it doesn't seem right to unfreeze them right yeah that, that could be a shit show right complete shit I, show it seems like one of the organizations that the tour can't wield the kind of cudgel, like a, a heavy hand. Where, given you know, we had the shadow leaderboard at the tour championship. OWGR does have a little bit of an independent streak. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder. It just doesn't make any sense for them to unfreeze it at this point. I I, I don't think it's equitable. No, right. Well, it's you like can't. if you're an international, like just what Fleetwood was just talking about, like. I'm not going, I'm not going, spending six weeks, not getting to practice for two of them to play two and then come home. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense for this whole, the one thing this plan is really rough on is the international players. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, let's talk about, uh, not to mention like smaller tours. Yeah. Tours in Africa, corn, corn Ferry's not starting yet. They, they're close, but like, yeah, those they're, they're, that's not they don't have buckets of points there, but it's not <laughs> good good brand synergy there. Corn Ferry well, buckets of uh-huh. points, <laughs> but it's the official world golf rankings, not the official Ponte Vedra golf rankings. They have their golf rankings. Yeah, there's been point. a lot of illustrious players that have reached the top of that ranking. <laughs> Danny Chops, the name one. So. Uh, those are loaded. I'm excited. That will be great, right? Looking forward to seeing that many great players. Colonial is an event that deserves it. Heritage is an event that deserves it. Travelers is an event that deserves it, in my opinion. What about like the 313? I would love to see that event take off and do well. Rocket off synergy. Um, I would love to see them do well. <laughs> Detroit, that market? God, you I'm can... a Rust Belt kid. I would love to see Detroit do well, and I'd love to see... You know, a place like, what is it, Detroit Golf Club or Country Club, uh, you know, put on a hell of a tournament. But I mean, you could come ahead. up with synergies for all of them. Everything's bigger in Dallas. We're not Dallas. doing that right now. I'm not doing that right now. The, the stars are traveling to the travelers. Still not doing that right now. <laughs> so it's good. I, and when golf's back, it's not going to come back with a whimper. I'm excited about that. Agree? Happy? Agree. Good? On the LPGA news. Caddies are optional the rest of the season. Matters, care. I mean, no interest. If you're it, it, it if you if you want to save some money, you could go caddyless. Could be. What if what if players that don't have caddies all of a sudden play better? Yeah. What would happen long term? Could it be the end of caddy? This could be the A B test that people have always wondered. I don't. I think the caddies would always help. I'm not saying get rid of caddies, but this oh. is, this poses a very interesting A B. Uh, it could pose a very interesting natural A B test. The caddy lobby is going to come after you. I I am uh, a big caddy apologist, big caddy backer. We're both former caddies. Love we caddies. Like, we love the caddies. Big into the caddies. And, and uh, the most important thing is LPGA Tour caddies are not o- participating in the Overclub Challenge like you were. <laughs> I was not a participant. That is just erroneous. Uh, I don't think a lot of them will, 
forego a caddy, but I, I think it's a sensible if they don't make them take a caddy, that's fine. I right? think I think the the amount of money that the PGA tour is spending to to do this. This is LPGA. I'm just saying to to get back, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're spending a, a a huge amount of money to get those tests, to get all this stuff in place, yeah, to come back. Yeah, yeah, like that's not a realistic option for the LPGA. So there are things that need to be cut. They if they if they can cut down on the number of tests they need, it makes it more realistic for them to come back. You know, yeah. like just from a financial burden of it, it's going to be very expensive for the PGA Tour to come back you know, with all the things they're doing and the LPGA has to have similar standards and, and it's not a tour that's flush with cash. They didn't just more expensive for them not to come back though. I know. Well, it's such a tough rainy day funds are quickly dwindling. Well, I mean, the tour had the biggest cushion, but yeah, I, I know I got what you're saying. LPGA has got a, LPGA. So, what do you I mean? What's your main argument? LPGA has just got to wait for it to be much. No, safer, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just... Like, this is a, an example of a way they might be able to save some money. Because if they have less caddies, they need less tests. Yeah, yeah. My internet connection's unstable. Just got that notice. So, well, good thing we're recording both sides. You know. There we go. Um. All right, and then LPGA. I think they're merging seasons. Q School. Same with the Euro Tour kind of following the pga tour method uh you know the lower tours are gonna have to merge seasons there's not gonna be q school there's not gonna be like promotion relegation that's just how it's going we're gonna lose a ton of golfers probably at the fringes pro pros attempting to work their way up i would think maybe i'm wrong but no q school having to ride this out an extra long period seems like it's gonna be trouble so all right uh should we get to the match at medalist Yes. All right, quickly. This will be great. It'll be a great holiday diversion, in my opinion. Um, The format, real quick. Front nine is best ball, four ball. Uh, Each quarterback will get... Which quarterbacks would you have liked to see? As someone who's a fan of minor league golf tour, kind of the the oddball characters, I mean... Would Mitch Trubisky be a bigger draw than for you than Peyton and? No, I mean, I think, I think you could have made a case for like I heard Matt Ryan's really good golfer. I would, I would like some guys that are worse. Nathan Peterman, Tyrod Taylor. What about Jonathan Quinn, former Bears quarterback? (laughs) <laughs> I just think him that would Pey- be more appealing. Him and Peyton Manning. You want a quick story time? Yeah. When I, I think I was, I can't remember. I may have been in college or high school. Um, you know, the Bears had this midseason run and, and Jonathan Quinn. And it was when they had that ridiculous defense, right? Yeah. Yep. And so, so I think I was home. I, I want to say I was in college. I was home for break. And the Bears had just won like three straight games or something. And my dad's like, "Hey, you want to go to like go get scalp tickets for the Bears game on Sunday?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." So we go and we get tickets. We probably paid way too much, but they're streaking and they're playing yeah. the Colts. And I watched Jonathan Quinn play against Peyton Manning. 
<laughs> and let me tell you, it was like one of the largest juxtapositions I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Like one man, one man, just a master at his craft. And the other guy was just completely inept, horrible quarterback. I, I don't think he ever started another game after this game. <laughs> but but it was just I've never it was like such a jarring, you know, two yeah. sides. So maybe relive that. Get Jonathan Quinn back out there. Oh my God. The tickets so the Browns, like, you know, the season is and like just in the complete toilet by December every year. So you come home <laughs> from you know, holiday Christmas break and college, like the stains are like half full. It's five degrees. It's on the lake. You know, we're playing like Steelers, Ravens, like teams that are, and we would have like third stringers at that point. But it was kind of fun to go home and you, you know, get overserved and go to a terrible, terrible game. So. Was one of your favorite seasons that uh, that Ant when Anderson was the quarterback and they went like eleven sure. and five? Derek Anderson. Derek, yeah, and then he was still just a, a horrible the next year. Still didn't make the playoffs, but yeah, we had the Monday night football game against the Giants. We won. I remember that. It was like that's like a peak moment in the Browns' new era, and that's now like twenty-one years old. It's kind of sad. <laughs> didn't uh, even make the playoffs at eleven and five. No, no, it's a bad that beat. Beating, that and beating the Falcons to make the playoffs. I was at that game. Those are the two highlights. All right. Uh, so the match, we have three strokes aside for each quarterback. A one on a part three, one on a part four, one on a part five. Or no, I'm sorry, three strokes on the front. I should say. So, uh, how do you a... feel? How do you feel that they went? Uh, they didn't go with standard status quo handicap system, like where they get them on the handicap holes. I I think it would get too confused. I think they were trying to simplify it. I think there's already a little bit too many side games or too many things going on with this, but. That may be what the general audience wants. Uh, I, I mean, isn't Tom Brady like an eight and Peyton's like a three? Yeah. I don't know that they're like that close. You know, that can, that can, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is closer than that. But so they each get a stroke on the front, which is best ball. There's a one club challenge on the fifth hole. What do you make of the fifth one club hole. challenge? Uh, yeah. A medalist. Okay. Apparently, like so a four four hundred yarder or something. Yeah, like it's a, a dog dog legs left. You got it. It's it's a moderate. It's a pretty short. The one club challenge is cool. I wonder what they're going to go with, like five iron. I thought uh, it's kind of a. Bit, that, there's a forced carry. I don't know how long that carry is. The 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 quarterbacks are playing one up at least from the Tiger tees. Um. I thought that was one of the better parts of the Japan skins thing challenge when they like Rory had to pick play it with one club. There's a little different thought and strategy going into it um, on the tee. I love so. it. I actually love it because it's good. It'll inject some interesting like decision making something that it'll give the guys something to talk about and it'll just be cool to see, you know, them hit the shots. Yeah. So that's a challenge on the front. Uh, also there's this bogey or better. I think it's on the same hole with Barkley. It's like 200 grand. You bet. I don't know. Will Charles Barkley do better than a bogey? So that'll provide a little side entertainment for the, again, Barkley's playing a hole. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to make bogey or which hole I believe. I think it's the fifth with that one club thing going on. He's got a hole bag though. 
Yes. Oh, that's yes. A, that's not a fun tee shot to hit yes. cold. I'd be betting betting he's not going to make bogey. It's for two hundred grand for charity. So, um, again, just trying to collect a wider tent of people. I imagine with this, right? You got Charles Barkley swinging a golf club is like a catnip for the just wider sports world. Everybody knows it. Everybody's seen it. Maybe that'll get people involved for a little bit. Um, that's all I see for the challenges right now or, or side action. Then the back nine, uh, is modified alternate shot. Everybody hits a drive, pick the best drive alternate all the way in thoughts on that. That's I, I wish they would have just ripped the bandaid off and gone full alt shot, but it'll be cool to see. I think the neat thing will be like when they're deciding between using like Peyton Manning's drive that's 70 yards behind, you know, Tigers, but Tiger gets to hit the second shot. There's going to be all, it'll be cool to see him go through the decision-making process. And hopefully this is like probably my biggest hope is that the announcers just shut up. You just shut the fuck up and let them talk. Like, that's my hope of this whole thing, is yeah. that we aren't complaining about the same thing that we complain every time they do one of these things, where if it would be great if we said, you know, I don't even know who announced this. Yeah. Yeah. Who is it? Brian Anderson, Trevor Immelman, I think, are supposed to do it, among others. Uh, JT will be out there. Um, what do you think so- about the shark snub? I mean, the shark, I mean, from all accounts, he just, he was, you know, untenable <laughs> as an analyst with Fox. I mean, this has been written about extensively, but it sounds like even like he was just not had, you know, he doesn't need a work ethic, but just was bad. He was bad public facing. It sounds like he was bad behind the scenes. I was shocked he was considered. Tiger gave that the Heisman or medalist gave it the Heisman and they, or no Tiger wanted JT. That was a Bamberger bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so alternate child will be fine. Other notes. Do you have any holes to watch medalists? This, I just love this spokesperson's quote. It reminds me so much of the tiger note thing with Norman. Where he the just, letter hand delivered letter, the hand delivered letter. Remember Who's that story. Spokesman for who? For Tiger? for no for uh, Norman a spokesman for Norman confirmed so this is this is the quote he was very interested next thing he heard was that Justin Thomas had been chosen for the role that's all oh. we really know just more like woe is me pity party <laughs> yeah. sad statement uh, nobody told me like I <laughs> I dropped this letter off for Tiger he never got back to me. You know, Greg, oh. Greg Norman's in his feelings. Already. We were being yeah. considered, and then I just didn't hear anything. <laughs> Next thing I heard, JT had the gig. Uh, so Tiger gave the Heisman to medalist to or to Seminole too. He preferred medalist home game. Allegedly, I mean they got to be the favorites, right? Peyton has a lower handicap. Tiger's playing at home. I mean it's match play. All this stuff's a crapshoot. I got a little intel. That tiger is telling them to put front pins on all the holes where the wind is coming off the right, because <laughs> he doesn't want Phil to. He wants Phil to have to hit a draw. 
because Phil prefers to hit that fade, you know, the left to right fade. Uh, I love for it. Him. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I'm hearing out of South Florida. Seems like Tiger's pissed he lost the last one. I, I, I just, it seems like a lot of built-in advantages for Tiger. He's down there on his home soil going around telling the Here's the organizer. other thing yeah. about metal. Like, so Metalist is a golf course that if you don't drive it on the planet, you're done. Isn't it wide fairways? But if you like miss it, it's the second you're off the fairway, it's gone. So like everything we I talked about with Seminole last week, this place is like completely the opposite. So you got to keep the ball in play. Um, If you're a high handicapper and you're playing a low handicapper, you should demand like five extra shots because you're not going to have a good day out there. And you know it's it's very flat. There's not like cool ridges. But you know, there's it's a it's it's essentially built in on top of a swamp, swamp uh, marsh. It, yeah, and uh, it, it was it was a pretty cool course. It's soft. They've softened it over the years, which makes it no surprise that PGA Tour players love hanging out there. Um, <laughs> so you mean soften like the the test or soften the actual soften the test? Okay, it yeah. was it was a lot. It had a lot more character early okay. in its lifespan. Okay. But then uh over the Norman would do tweaks to it like every single year you'd come back and he would do something different. So Pete Dye designed yeah. with Norman yeah. the first it was like Dye with consultation from Norman yeah. the yeah. first go around and then Norman kind of took it in his own hands for a while and then they had the 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 uh infamous fallout and Bobby Weed, the club, who, yeah, the club in Norman had this infamous yeah. fallout when they selected Bobby Weed as the uh, architect that did the latest, you know, renovation. Is that what precipitated the fallout? The yes. selection of Weed. Okay, I know Eamon Lynch had an article on it. I haven't read that though, but but you would you know the story well. Norman felt it was very disrespectful because it was his club. I mean, like yeah. he founded the club. This yeah. was his spot. Yeah. And and the, the board member run organization. Yeah. The members took seized the means of the club. So the 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 kicker of the story is that when he, he got so mad, he stormed out and he took the the shark um, stuffed uh, whatever you like call a, those things like a like a hunting thing you put yeah. up on a wall like a deer head. They had a shark on the wall, yeah, right? And he took that and stormed out. Taxidermy, I think. Yeah, is the term. taxidermy. I could be yeah, he took it off the wall and stormed out. Yeah, yeah. When what he a fu- story! <laughs> That's great. I mean, there was all kinds of drama with Norman at the medalist. There's, <laughs> there's tale. There's tales for days. I mean, this is peak swamp life. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bubble down there. Everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody hears every story. It creates drama. All right. Um, so. Yeah, Tigers maybe influencing pin positions. Uh, they're all going to be in carts. Tiger, we got a snippet, allegedly a picture of Tiger's cart. No monster logo. Extremely disappointing, but there's still time to put the decals on. I was told, I was told, Peyton has a Broncos cart. Interesting. He didn't go Colts. I think he's just out on the Colts situation. I well, he owns Broncos. All, he owns all those Dominoes in Denver area. I didn't know that. Or Papa John's. Is it Papa John's? 
I think, yeah, he was a Papa guy, right? Papa's in the house. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they'll all be zipping around in carts. They're not walking. Kind of bogus, given what they did at Seminole. I assume Medalist is not as walkable. I it's a pretty walkable place. Oh, but, really? Okay. But they're, okay. these are also, you know, they're different. Those guys Age were groups? all like prime guys. Yeah. I mean, you, got, yeah. you think Tiger's going to carry around a bag with his fused back? I was wondering, he probably carries Charlie's bag for like nine hole junior events, but that's it. Um, he'd have to carry the he'd have to carry the staff bag too because they'd be like the monster. Would, oh, you know what a mess that would be. They'd probably Phil's get not some... carrying his bag. No, Phil's not carrying his bag. And and it's who re- knows if Peyton Manning can with like remember his neck? He has. I mean, you don't want to see the Brady and Manning probably don't want to carry their bags. I bet Tom, Phil and Tom are just going to be hawking product all around. Tom with his immunity supplement now. Phil with his, his coffee. Tw- just like these oddball yeah, uh, treatments and cures and witch doctor stuff, whatever. Um, it's, it, it seems to me that like of all of them, Peyton Manning's the, the one that I would want to hang out with. Could be the most normal human being. Yeah. Yeah. So people say Brady is, and we're giving him a bad rap, but I don't know at this point, you know? He's married to, like, a super... Vortex, I know. So unrelatable life. Yeah, yeah. No matter what, you're going to be swayed by, like, living that life for that long. Right, right. Um, Okay, what could be good? I mean, what do you think? Is it going to be better or worse than Seminole? I think it's going to be a better product. Why do you say that? I think they're doing it a second time is a big deal. Having watched last week? Uh, yeah, have, going after last oh, week. Oh, ha- having and watched then the match. All, and then all RA have been done. I think that experience is going to be a big thing with this. Yeah. I think I had some pe- people texting me this week like they thought it would be worse cuz and these are golf people, you know, that are in the industry like cuz a the course can't carry as much of the weight. They didn't like let the course carry the weight there yeah. though. And they and other people argued that these guys are even more wooden than you know Rory and DJ and well, DJ was bad but Ricky was a no show that that you know with Tiger it has to get even more awkward and more forced and he's more stiff but I think that's probably where Peyton comes in to kind of be a a, a boost there I, I don't think, know people were arguing that it wouldn't be it would be more dull and more dead. I think people I are going to enjoy having just regular guys playing. I think so too. I, I think it's going to be a larger sports event too, yes. right? I mean, this is, this is going to probably do a lot bigger numbers than whatever happened with the Seminole one. You just have a general audience. You have Barkley involved and, and you have Phil and Tiger. Come on. Like no disrespect to the four players that played. Like I think that one was better maybe for the golf nerds of the community in the world but this one's going to get a much bigger number there is some cool stuff going on in seminal you know or in a medalist you know there's there's some cool stuff it's it's not what does that mean like there's some interesting stuff on the golf course like okay like there's not you know it's not are there any specific holes we should watch for besides like this one club one or the but where the hole might be worth our 10's a cool hole i once saw hank keeney drive it it's like a 370-yard hole. 
Hank Keeney could just murder the ball. Do you remember yeah. Hank Keeney? Yeah, yeah, we talked about him. He was buddies with VJ. We've talked, we've read up a lot about him recently. Um, ten, ten. Wasn't he the one that played with Norman when Norman ran out of balls at the eczema yeah. event yeah. or eczema opening? Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, uh, so that ten. I mean, so five or four is a cool par. Uh, par three, three. Three's a neat little par five because the green's tiny. I mean, it's so small. It's it's okay. really hard to hit in two. But if somebody hits it in two, it's you know, it's a great shot. Um yep. and then you got you got some tough, really tough par threes. So like I if there's bets on what the amateurs are gonna sh- uh, score on the par threes on the front nine, hammer the over, they're hard as shit. Um okay. Then uh, there's a drivable par four on the back. I want to say it's 13. That's really fun to watch. It's got some oh. like revetted bunkers that uh, in front that that are cool. So that that'll be a cool hole. Um, it's it's a pretty place because and there's lots of gators, so you'll have a lot of social content. Tour's oh, gonna get animal some, content. Yeah, there's gonna be some animal content that comes oh, out of this. Go. Fantastic! It's always good to get animal content. There's a million props. I don't see any that are like super interesting to me, but I'm not a gambling addict, you know. What are some pay- of the props? Let's run down a few. Will Will Phil wear a hat? Yes. As opposed to a visor. Oh. Maybe. What style hat? Baseball hat? I, I don't know what that means. Why are there so many questions about his hat? I Do you think understand. he's going to wear a button-down shirt? No, I don't. Tiger or Peyton to lead after nine holes, so that would be the four ball i think tiger and peyton are gonna win tiger's doctoring up i'm the taking pin. tiger and peyton this time because i took yeah. the underdogs last time longest tee shot on the third hole it's a par five yeah i mean i think it's brady ver- i think i assume these are segmented right the ams versus or the quarterbacks versus the pros even though they're up a tee maybe not i don't know longest yeah yeah they are it's it's head to head um, fairway and regulation on the first hole is a bet. It's a wide fairway. Yeah, they're playing the Tiger tees. I assume so. Tiger and Phil are. If they play that Tiger tee on one, <laughs> didn't they just like <laughs> they, crowbar something on the other side of a marsh or something? That I'm added? telling you, if they play that Tiger tee on one. If they don't hit, if you don't hit it solid, it's not necessarily getting over the water, and that'd be a hell of a start <laughs> to the match. I don't think Brady and Phil are playing, or Brady and Peyton are doing that. I right? I, they I can't foresee them putting them there, uh, the gates. They like won't do it to those guys, especially if the wind's into them at all. And the tiebreaker is something on like a, uh, it's like a half a wedge on the 18th hole like for they start they started from 125 yards out or something like that that'll be the tiebreaker i'm trying to think if there's any way anywhere you could play from one fringe to another green out there putting a peg in the putting green like shadow creek Mm -hmm. uh i don't have much else on the match i'm excited about it do you who are you picking you said tiger i'm taking tiger and peyton yeah, I I can't root for Phil. This was all the ploy. I I knew I needed to get the 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 underdogs last week, so I got those guys this week. Okay, I am going with uh, Tiger and Peyton as well. well we won't be a we're gonna have a bet. 
We do? Come on. You got to give me a chance to, you know, get some retribution here. Yeah. All right. I don't know what the bet is. We'll we're not them. doing another PXG item of clothing. I know that. We've given, we're Put some ideas out there. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're going Tiger Payton, and I got I to gotta be stuck with Phil and Brady, even though I have this intel and I have a Tiger yeah. playing at home. That's sometimes how the cookie crumbles. All right. Fine. That's why I took, I took Ricky to her live and, and the 120th ranked player in the world last week. And you had, the, <laughs> you had Dustin Johnson and Rory. Ricky to her live. Okay. I'll take Brady and uh, Peyton. Sounds good. Do you think Ricky's going to find his way into the coverage? Yes. Yes. Is that a prop? Yes. No. Well, maybe. It's not one I saw. But I, I do think he will. JT, what's up, bro? You know, he'll be, he'll be on the veranda or the patio or whatever they got there. You know, or he'll come out wand, wandering out in a fairway. He'll do he'll do something. He'll make himself seen. Not heard, but seen. Um, okay. Anything else on the match? It should be. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I am, too. I think it's really cool. I love the switch up in formats and nines, breaking that up. Um Maybe a template to do more. I think it's good for the larger game, you know, get people watching golf, thinking about golf that maybe not otherwise would. I don't know that it will grow the game, as they say, but it's good nonetheless for the larger game. It'll get people more interested in talking about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so Ryan, Ryan Rosillo had uh, Max Homa on the podcast this week. Like I saw that. I, saw I mean, that. that's unbelievable. I think golf's in a good spot. I think we're in a good spot going forward, as shitty as the world is right now. But um, All right. Everyone, uh, enjoy your Fridays. We will be back probably Sunday night with a review of that, a rollicking review of whatever happens. So enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your Saturday, and we will check in with you guys Sunday night. Mm-hmm.